Let's head off to Canberra and talk federal politics with Phil Curry from the Australian Financial Review. Morning to you, Phil. Morning, fellas. Hey, Phil, to borrow a line from Her Late Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, uh, old Philip Lowe's had a bit of an annus horribilis, hasn't he, with his uh, <laughs> rates predictions and now his, his comments about wage growth at a time when he's trousered a $150,000 pay rise in the last couple of years, taking his his annual kick to about a million bucks. He's not reading the room very well, this bloke, is he? No, look, he, he, you know, you said he's had a horrible year, but not as bad as some of the people who went out and borrowed money uh, <laughs> based on his um, on, on his confident uh, his confident uh, his confidence, I should say, that interest rates would stay at record lows until 2024. So uh, he's come under a lot of criticism uh, for that. And uh, yesterday, he sort of three or four times said, "I'm really sorry if people listen to me," which is a bit weird. Because <laughs> he's a Reserve Bank government. We yeah, look, um, yeah, look. As, as I've said many times, the Reserve Bank wasn't the only central bank to get get the whole COVID thing wrong, but we we, we got it sort of pretty, you know, wronger than others, a lot more wrong than others. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's not a good look. So, uh, yeah, Albanese yesterday said, look, he had confidence in the Reserve Bank governor, but I suspect uh, when Doctor Lowe's um, term ends, no, I think it's about next year, September next year, he won't he won't stick his hand up, and I don't think the governor will reappoint him. You guys at the Fin Review watch these things closer than anyone. Uh, do you do you accept that, as Philip Lowe's been saying, inbuilt into that prediction about low interest rates were a host of caveats, and he says it's not his fault if they're not being reported. He was, in, you know, he's said I'm, I'm partly responsible, but I was saying at the same time that you know if this happens or that happens, things might change. Sure, but I don't think at any stage, you know, anyone, you know, if you listen to what he said, even it was even at the start of this year, or the, uh, mm. that you'd expect what's happened since, you know, seven rate rises, two point seven five percent in total. Um, no one look, look, there's there's two two things here. If if, if you borrowed a ton of money when the cash rate was at point one percent, had a loss in history, and you had no capacity to to uh, cope with an increase, then you know, that that's silly. Right? Mm. Yeah, whenever you take out a loan, you should always build in a buffer. However, if you Took in, if you took Lowe's advice that look, I've got two years here till the rates start going up, so we might you know pull back, maybe have a baby or do a renovation or something like that, you know, and you you thought you had this grace period, then I think you're fully entitled to be angry. Um, yeah, that, that you that you didn't you didn't yeah you thought you had two years before your rates would go up. So and so there's a legitimacy out there from people. There's a, there's always a risk, you know. Things are volatile, but they got it pretty wrong. Pretty is, it, is there wrong. a is there a bigger lesson in hindsight, perhaps, from all this, Phil? Because the governor, in his qualified defence, because he's got the mm. the stuff about pay rises, he just looks like a completely tinny at halfway with the comments mm. that he's made about that. But in terms of rates, his explanation has been look. At the time, I was I was asked about it. We were coming out of this 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 once in a hundred year pandemic, and and when you compare it back to the Spanish flu, the economic levers that, that now exist didn't exist the same way that economies are now managed mm. in an open market sort of environment. Maybe the maybe the answer is that the RBA governors should provide less of a running commentary on things because the world is such a volatile place. Yeah, and he sort of got him. He painted himself into a corner by. Sort of being asked and with his forecast, how do you see this panning out? And it's like, well, hopefully we won't have to put rates up for another year, two years, and 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 then people respond like it's the Sermon on the Mount and think, well, yeah. that's good. I'll go and get a huge yeah. loan. I think you've got a good point there, Dave. One I've been making around here that you know Reserve Bank governors didn't used to say a lot. Yeah, you know, I mean, Glenn Stevens, his predecessor, he'd give like one speech a year, you know, and then he'd then he'd appear before the. You know, House Economics Committee once a year, and then he'd do a big interview with the Financial Review once a year. And that was pretty much all you heard from Stevens, unless, <clears throat> pardon me, unless 
you know, he needed to say something. And there's been this sort of trend in recent years to encourage the RVA governor to get out there more and talk more and be more open and explain things to people, which is sort of good. In, you know, in way, but at the same time, every time you give a speech or something or give a press conference, you, you feel compelled to say something, and uh, and mm. that's the problem. I think he's just, I think he's he's talked too much, as you said, and and um, and uh, and you know, and and has sort of just just said too much, and, uh, and and feels compelled to say something every time he stands up, and that's that's a problem. And that's Pretty rare though that you get with an independent bank that you actually get people in politics coming out demanding mm. a sacking, which the National Party and the Greens are now doing. The Greens are a bit loopy on the whole thing, but yeah, it's um, um, probably want to yeah. replace with a commune or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to, you know, but but yeah, no, that, that's right. We've not heard it before, and I guess it's just another consequence of COVID, and that, you know, just another unprecedented thing. That, They'd know. probably get that 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 bloke from Gardening Australia, that Greek guy with the beard, Costa. as an ex Reserve Bank governor, <laughs> Costa. Yeah. Costa. He'd be good. Yeah. So we've had what three Reserve Bank governors in twenty. 20- Six odd years. Mm. They don't change that often. No, they get five year terms and they tend to get rolled over. They tend to get, you know, I think, I think Stevens did two terms. Yeah. The process by which they get replaced, Phil, what is it? And, and, and given the nature of the world now, as, as opposed mm. to, say, 26 years ago, is it likely to be increasingly political? Uh, uh, look, I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, they, they get replaced, but the government of the day chooses mm. the, gov- uh, the, the Reserve Bank governor. But once they're chosen, they're, they're a statutory officer. They're independent of government, right. and you don't you can't tell them what to do or control them. And, and, and I'm not even sure. I don't think you can sack them unless they do something you know, illegal or something like that. But um, but look, I, I'm sure Jim Chalmers, who's the treasurer, would probably be thinking already about possible candidates to replace uh, Lowe. Um, I mean, at the same time, you know, the guy's part of his interest rate getting that all wrong. He's not done a terrible job on other things, but uh, it is a difficult job. It's much more difficult, as you've said. There's no guarantee that his, his successor um, who comes in is going to have an easier time of things. They just may be a bit more judicious about talking all the time. But uh, that Labor will be thinking now about whoever, but they tend not to be political appointments, Reserve Bank governors, you know. Um, uh, they just to tend to find the best person for the job because it's such an important job. Mm. It is a massively important job setting setting policy, monetary policy, and uh, it affects all of us. And they be, they're a huge source of advice for governments, and we tend to hang off their every word. So, yeah, they've not been they've not been politicised in the past. I wouldn't think Labor. You know, go down the path and put in your, your left wing Larry um, to replace this guy. <laughs> John Secker. Good on you, Phil. <laughs> Phil Curry. He's running South Australia, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's got too much on at the moment. Looking after the local crane sector. <laughs> Phil Curry, the National Policy <laughs> Collector from the Australian Financial Review. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.